Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back in, and it is time to check in with our friends at the Salvation Army. We do this um, monthly, and there's always news going on with the Salvation Army. And got some new folks to meet here this morning, but uh, the same old hat uh, is in the corner with us this morning. John Mitchell, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Brian. Good to talk to you this morning. <laughs> Good to talk to you. You're so far away over there. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, well, we're doing social distancing, <laughs> you know, just doing the what's right today. Yeah, uh, so... You've had an interesting um, time with the Salvation Army that you have uh, got to work with um, three different sets of officers in your time there so far. Isn't it? Yes, I have. And I think that's what a lot of people might not realize is the the uh, Salvation Ar- officers, um, their role is, is very mission oriented in the sense that they'll take uh, uh, once they uh, became become ordained ministers and commissioned officers to run the social programming um, they know that they're going to be uh, given an opportunity to serve every three to five years in a different area. Um, I, I'll never forget talking to one of our donors, and I said, what motivates you to give the Salvation Army? He said, most people don't know this, but the commitment of the officers is very high, and that uh, he had a lot of respect for that. So, yes, this is the uh, uh, third officers that I have the privilege to work with, and We've uh, uh, tried to help them know where the bathroom is, and we know where our offices are, and we're starting to move forward, and we're going to get out and you know meet some people. And before I forget, we'll do a meet and greet that's open to the public uh, at everybody's uh, discretion on uh, July the 16th. It's set up for people to just come in and um, you know greet uh, them, and we'll have some light uh, refreshments, you know. So, uh, but we'll eventually uh, get. Uh, get them out on the road and get them visiting everybody in the community. Well, we're going to spend some time talking with them. And John, I would like to um, just to give a a brief shout out to uh, Beyond the Bells and when that's going to happen. And maybe we'll do that uh, toward the end, if that's okay. That'd be great. Uh, That way we can uh, actually welcome in Captains Michael and Patricia Knott, who are in studio here with us uh, as well today. And, um, Welcome. Welcome to Murfreesboro. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to be here. Good to have you. And um, I, I said Patricia because I guess that's that's the 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 your your real name in quotes, but you don't go by that, do you? <laughs> no, usually just Captain Trish. Captain Trish. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's good to have you both in Murfreesboro. How long have you been here? Since uh, June twenty second. Okay, so not long. Not long. Uh, long enough to probably figure out maybe the the way home and back to the office. <laughs> I can actually go two different ways now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. but I still use my GPS just to make sure that I get the right. <laughs> oh goodness, um, Captain Michael, where where were you uh, commanding officers before coming to Murfreesboro? Conway, Arkansas, about Conway. five hours and forty five minutes away. Seems like I know Conway, Arkansas, from something. It actually sits right between. We're like forty-five minutes from Little Rock, and then we're about two hours uh, west if you wanted to go by Fort Smith. So we're right on I forty. Oh, you okay. go right through it. Yeah, it's kind of a midway point for a lot of people. Maybe that's why I'm traveling I forty. That's maybe I've seen a, a sign with Conway yeah. on it or something. I don't know. And we also had three colleges there. 
is three in three. that one area. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. That's quite amazing. Yeah. And before that, I think it was Oklahoma, right? It's Stillwater, Oklahoma. Stillwater, huh? Yes. Where we had the big OSU, Oklahoma State University. Yeah. Yeah. So we went from orange to purple. And then what color are we now? Now we got now a little orange blue. again. No, we got some blue here. Got some blue? Yeah. Blue yeah. here for Middle Tennessee. There uh, we go. Right here in, in Murfreesboro. Some people wear a little orange, but, uh, you know... Uh, John's going to wear some kind of Kentucky blue, and I don't know where he got that, but uh, we'll have to work on that with him. But uh, So you, you mentioned college, and I think that's interesting um, because you have college-age children. Mm-hmm. We have um, two that basically have both now graduated and have their degrees, um, but the oldest one is uh, getting her doctorate in veterinary medicine. Oh, wow. So she's... Uh, enrolled at St. George University, which is on the island of uh, Granada, West Indies. But for this term, she will be staying here. So, oh, really? And it, yeah. Due to the COVID situation? Yeah. 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 Their facilities on the island just can't, couldn't handle if there was a large outbreak. They haven't had, they've had less than 20 on wow. the island, but they don't want to take any chances. Sure. So, yeah. um, so we're good with that. She's, she did online, you know, last spring and uh, enjoyed it our son just graduated so he's working and now we're back down to high school back to high school with our daughter so and our youngest the youngest is will she be a freshman yes wow yeah so the brand new high school experience at a in a brand new place so. yes uh, how is that on on young people to yeah, I mean, because I know that it's it's got to be tough on you all as adults as well to mm-hmm. go from one place to another. And, 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 you know, every three, four, five years, you're going to be moving. How, yeah. how is that mentally? How do you prepare kids for that? Well, it's, it's challenging. Uh, one of the things that we've done at every appointment is uh, give our kids time with their friends. Um, this last time, because of COVID, there was already yeah. that distancing. So there was a really tough move for our, our youngest, just because she didn't feel like she got really closure for her school year. Um, but she stayed in touch with the ones from Stillwater, because we were there five years. And um, so we were able to let her spend a couple of days with them. And, and she got to spend a couple of play dates, as I guess it was, you know, to go over to the friends there in, mm-hmm. in Conway. And and now with Facebook and and FaceTime and things, they really stay in touch. And so it's really just kind of more of the emotion of, I'm not going to see you face to face. And it has ups and downs. Sure. Um, Samantha's very, um, she's flexible and she, she just rolls with the punches. She's pretty good. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so, let's see. I guess that would be Riverdale then, where she will be going to high school. Rockvale. Is it Rockvale? Yes. That's okay. Yeah, I forget that, yeah. that zone now. Yeah. That's where she'll be going. Well, brand new school, so that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. 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 So, that's awesome. Uh, Captain Michael, tell me a little bit about... Um, I hear some people that don't really understand how the Salvation Army uh, operates, and and as John was talking about, it's it's really a, a missional approach, and the difficulties of of going from one place to another that's that's just part of it. The entire call to the Salvation Army is something different. Can you explain maybe uh, how you and Trish? Um, came to that decision because you had a life outside of Salvation Army before you started, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
uh, originally we were, um, I was, I am still a licensed funeral director in Balmer. That's what I did for a living. And uh, she was a, a CPA for a, a tribe who kind of audited the casino. She was the head controller. Um, and we just, uh, we were attending uh, United Methodist Church. And when we had children, it was just more of a, um, we felt a different calling. And I look back on it, and it's really where my wife and uh, felt the call to do prison ministry. And so at that time, Mabel Bassett, which was in Oklahoma City, and we lived in Shawnee, Oklahoma, and she traveled there. And when the uh, pastor just pretty much um, commissioned and ordained her to go do that ministry, it really impacted the whole family. And so mm-hmm. we just felt the call that we want to do more. And so we were going uh, through discipleship classes, uh, one, two, three, and four, and it really kind of prompted a lot of stuff and questions that we had. And we one day asked our pastor, you know, where did he go to get uh, revitalized? And he said, I go to the Salvation Army um, hmm. because it brings me back to reality, what really is. So, you know, accepting people for who they are, no matter uh, the color of their skin, no matter how bad they smell or what their situation is, we're still to love them inclusively. And so with that, we went to church, and uh, the officer that was there, he had a, a, a meet-and-greet time, a shake-of-hands friend. And at that time, we had Ashley and Matthew, and Matthew was... Um, like four. Uh, four. And at that time, uh, he really got up out of his seat and started uh, shaking the gentleman's and the ladies' hands who were in the shelter. And I could see the impression of their uh, sadness go to happiness. And so we really kind of like were in awe of that and talked about it a lot the next day. And then the next Sunday, we went back again and they were lined up to shake his hand. And so that was really where it started for us. And so there was some uh, twist and turn on the back because she was the primary income maker working for that. And I was just trying to uh, uh, get my funeral thing going. And we just uh, finally got on the same page because someone spoke into us and said, well, you guys are doing ministry already. You're doing it in the atmosphere where you work, in your office, and you're doing it in the atmosphere in the funeral industry. What, why wouldn't it be a great for you to do it together? And God can use it even more. And so from that point, we just did all that huge document paperwork and that they do on you. And we weren't planning on going into training that quickly, but everything went through and God uh, helped us uh, uh, get rid of our house and our cars and just have places for our animals for two years of training and just all worked out. And even in that time of going through that ministry there at the Atlanta for our um, officership, there were times that we really, we questioned, but we couldn't not deny, Lord, you've really taken care of everything. You sold our house for more than what it was. <laughs> we actually were able to give our car to uh, uh, some, some a, a family that had children who just didn't have transportation, and they can work out a plan with us. And it, it just all came. And, you know, even our children, as you talked about, the, an impact on them. We just recall that, you know, our oldest at that time, she went kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined my life and the whole gamut. She was 12. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Wow, it was a yeah. rough time. And so uh, even the time when we finished our two years and we got our first uh, appointment, um, she just really, where is that at? That's back in the AOK division where we came from. So 
And from that point, it's, it's been a, a tremendous uh, a journey because we see as, as our family what it was immediately, but every place and every point we go, our family gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And the people that have impacted us when we've really felt like we were impacted them, they do more for us. And it's, we go to each appointment and we, it reminds us of the ones in our previous appointments. That they're just like Joe. Mm. This is a Joe, but he has a different name, mm. and you know, and so in a different place, in a different yeah. place, yeah. and yeah. so um, it's it's just a, a wonderful thing, and it it's really goes back to where we uh, biblically we looked at it to where you know um, if you believe that God provides all your needs, that was really what we really struggled with that those three years till we mm. said okay we're going to do this. Um, it's really that He does provide and then all he of did. our needs, and He does, <laughs> yeah. and He still does. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And, and, but you know, uh, we're we're human beings. We we need to see. We mm-hmm. need proof yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Some. You know, and then how all of those things kind of worked out. Um, and and, uh, and I'm sure the family. Not that it's always easy, but you know, you you found ways to uh, to get through that with, with the kids and mm-hmm. all. And and yeah. now look at how things are going so yeah pretty well amazing. and and now our oldest it would be the first one to tell you that um she wouldn't trade her years going up in the army in the places we've been yeah um she has friends in atlanta and oklahoma and arkansas and we're soon to be tennessee yeah. so um and even even on different moves when we left stillwater she was trying to get into vet school there and we thought oh this is going to just mess everything up um, when we got to Conway, she found a job at a clinic pretty quick, and um, St. George accepted her to vet school, but said she needed 200 hours with large animals. Well, the vet there didn't do it, but she had a friend who was just an hour away, and he just took Ashley under his wing for that entire semester, and she went on farm visits and got wow. all kinds of... And so, you know, it's one of those times you're like, okay, Lord, all right, uh, I'll, I'll try to trust you more next time <laughs> because he does you know so we're kind of in this appointment just like what are you going to do because it's going to be exciting and every appointment has prepared us for the next um, when we were in one appointment we actually had a uh, psychologist was a core member and she spent lots of time with us and uh, we did some leadership training with her and she helped us just dealing with some of the issues that come up with with people you deal with in the Salvation Army. There's there's a lot of heartbreak and things and really helped and trained us in that a little bit. And then we got to our next appointment and we had a group of teenagers and I thought, oh my gosh, I would have just probably ran. (laughs) But she had prepared us and Mm. trained us and and she was a phone call away to say, okay, this is the situation and what's the best way. Um, So at every appointment, there's been people like that that have come alongside us um, because certainly we don't fight the battle by ourselves, mm. but God provides those people and then provides what we need for each well, it, each place. It would feel like you're swimming upstream if you did it by yourself. Oh, it? my goodness, yeah. <laughs> You'd just be going down, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have uh, Captains Michael and Trish Knott joining us uh, here in studio, the uh, new Murfreesboro uh, Corps officers. And so... When you get the news, okay, you're going to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and you're in Conway, you're thinking, okay, what do you do? I mean, what what did you? I'm sure you wanted to find out as much as you could about Murfreesboro, and and I know from the previous transition that 
there's all kinds of information that you are given when you come, but it's mm-hmm. like, here are the keys and, and take off. So how do you prepare and, and what have you learned about Murfreesboro that you like so far, either one of you? Well, uh, um, really it was um, when you talked about our children and how they do with the moves, Samantha was the one that really researched it when we, mm-hmm. when we finally told her. I mean, uh, she had her moments, but after she looked into it, she looked into the school that she was going, and she was very um, she excited Google about Earth it. Google Earth and found the house. Found ah, the house. Yeah. Um, found out she looked in the education statistics that Rockvale has and, you know, mm-hmm. compared to where she's at, and it's kind of like, it's just, this is, so, so she was already starting uh, to do that, and we, as we tried, we always try to finish strong at our appointment before we really look in there but uh joe and melissa uh, sent us all kinds of information mm-hmm. uh, for us to kind of have that downtime when we get settled in to be able to kind of just pick up where they left off mm-hmm. and so just looking at some of that briefly that kind of just really got us even more excited to to when we stepped hit the ground to really start looking at some of that and and seeing how the mission planning uh study went out and where there are in the strategic plan the battle plan that to have in place and um, uh, just seeing the opportunities that are here that they have built to that and we're excited uh, to just take the gauntlet and continue on what they've done and also add a little bit of touch of what um, we as officers bring to mm-hmm. the table as well so Trish I know that you know in conversations with Major Joe um, there were when, when I was the advisory board chair there were that's when we really kind of initially started about the conversation of uh, you, you know of a strategic plan and mm-hmm. and and expanding campus and and things of that nature and um, you know I, I would think that we get to a certain point and then it's like okay I have to go and and, and someone else gets to pick it up but mm-hmm. I, I didn't really think about it until you just mentioned it uh, Michael about now you have the excitement of being able to pick up that ball and carry it uh, over yeah. the goal line. And yeah. so that has to be pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of funny. Um, I talked with Major Melissa quite a bit, and um, we had just finished a mission planning study where we actually had already had our first strategic planning meeting with our board when we got the news we were leaving. And so she was kind of like, we're kind of in the same, same place. place. So it's, yeah, yeah. So we kind of just stepping in. Um, so it's good in the sense that we kind of have an understanding of where we are in the process Um, but it is exciting to see all of the potential and the ideas that are out there and the energy and to be able to jump on that wagon and and keep going so that the building and the location has amazing possibilities and just continuing to develop that and make it um more outreach but also more for the people that come there for assistance to be able to offer them more um not necessarily a one-stop shop but just more fulfilling whether it be down in the gym or bible class or a life skills class or just fellowship together you know we have a garden in the back and it's doing very well and so we've been talking about what are we going to do with all these fresh vegetables um there's exciting things um to have to figure out you will um this is we call this the heart of tennessee Mm -hmm. um 
the geographic center of the state of Tennessee from east to west, north to south, is right here in Murfreesboro. And um, the heart of Tennessee has an interesting meaning. I I think you're going to find the people here uh, are are very welcoming and, um, you know, just really care about people. Um, it's, It's a pretty unique place. Uh, to be what John, I wanted to kind of bring you in here on this. What what have you told the knots about Murfreesboro and uh, maybe uh, any comments off of that? Because uh, I mean, we do live in in a wonderful place, and I, I haven't lived anywhere else. I haven't lived in Conway, Arkansas, <laughs> or Stillwater, Oklahoma, but uh, I wouldn't trade Murfreesboro for anything. No, it, you're exactly right, uh, Brian. Being in uh, nonprofit fundraising for over 20 years. Uh, we have a unique uh, place where people are very giving and they give to a lot of different organizations and but they're always looking to serve whether it's giving a donation or volunteering so it's it's just a great community to engage uh, you know volunteers and get them involved uh, but especially with the university um, you know uh, I think uh, like you know Captain Trish said the opportunities for us to grow in the future are really exciting and we're looking forward to you know utilizing our advisory board and and all the resources we have out there to serve the community um, and bring people with us I like to think that this is not just you know one particular person's Salvation Army this is the community Salvation Army yeah yeah I could probably well, I know I could talk for an hour here, but uh, our time's about to get away, and I do want to make sure we mention Beyond the Bells, and um, next month we can spend maybe more time talking about that. But Beyond the Bells is usually a May event. We all know what was happening in May. We don't want to go back to May. <laughs> we want to look forward to here a little bit. <laughs> so uh, kind of how will Beyond the Bells look this year and and any information that you want to share with yeah, us? Yeah, we were uh, – we had – changed it uh, after COVID hit to be uh, August the 31st but now we're changing it one more time to say it will be August 31st but it will be a virtual event online not a face-to-face meeting and so we're working on some of our promotion materials right now but the reality is Beyond the Bells is not just a one-day event it's an opportunity for you to give leading up through that and even after so we would encourage you if you want to support us because it was tough for us to have our major fundraiser go away um so you know we've had some people that have really been helping us out but we need more so anybody can support us with particularly the beyond the bells virtual event today by going to www.beyondthebells.org org and um you know you can go online and give a gift and it'll all total up towards a goal we'll be trying to reach august the 31st so um, that you can you can give today awesome well we'll we'll spend some more time talking about that and uh and look forward to it and um you know um this this is this is going to be a fun place for you, I think, uh, uh, Captains. Uh, and anything that we can do here at the, the radio station to help promote uh, the Salvation Army and, and your efforts there, um, we're just a phone call away and, and, and glad to help and, and really believe in what the Salvation Army does here in our community. So anything we can do to help you, you know where, you know where we are now. Yeah. You might have to put it in your GPS again. This is true. This is true. <laughs> well, you know, when you're asking about Murfreesboro, people have been so friendly. Um, whether it's been at Staples or Lowe's or Walmart, people have just been very kind and very friendly. And, and um, they make you feel like you're at home. 
Yeah. Well, so. that that's always got to be the tough thing, Michael. Uh, just going from one new place to the other and what to expect. But um, um, you surround yourself with good people, and, and, and they'll kind of give that back to you. So it, it's really good to have you all here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank We're excited. We're yeah. pleased to be here. Uh, again, uh, anything we can do to spread the word about the Salvation Army, glad to do it. And uh, welcome to Murfreesboro. Thank, Thank you. you. All Thank right. You. John, we'll talk to you soon and uh, keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Brian. Good to see you today. All right, absolutely. Uh, John Mitchell joining us in studio along with the uh, new Corps officers here in Murfreesboro, Captains Michael and Patricia Knott. Here on News Radio WGNS. Hope you have a wonderful day, everybody, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Don't forget, check out the podcast at WGNSRadio.com.